All right. Got something to share with you today. It's pretty deep, so it might not be three minutes or less. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's not that deep. But anyway, truth. Um, you know, it's the second year out of a 25-year marriage. And I thought I was doing pretty good. And this morning, I woke up, and while I was laying in the bed, you know, I like to say my prayers. And it went into kind of a dark place, I don't want to say. But I started saying, you know, God, I'm feeling a little numb. And I've lost my joy. And it's the holiday season, and I'm struggling to get through it. Um, I didn't really want to decorate. I didn't want to celebrate. I mean, I got all those gifts and the tree, well, mainly. I got the gifts because last year I gave them such horrible gifts because I didn't want to celebrate at all. <laughs> so this year I tried to make up for last year and this year. But anyway, the fact still remains that I just was sad. I mean, just sad. And I was praying that he would help me, that Jesus would help me find my joy. Well, people say, does God really talk to you? Does God really hear your prayers? And I'm here to say, yes, he does. Because let me tell you what happened. I came downstairs as usual, and I was ready to start my Bible study. And I was so excited because I was starting a new chapter, a new book today in Nehemiah. <clears throat> and I had finally finished studying the book of Esar. Esar, however it's pronounced. Anyway, um, when I was studying it, the Holy Spirit just laid on my heart. Revenda, um, <clears throat> my study Bible is the Joyce Meyer Battlefield of the Mind. And so when um, I was getting ready to go to Nehemiah and turn into it, the Holy Spirit said, Revenda, you didn't read any of the comments or um, commentary sections from Ezar when you were reading. And I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. I missed it. So I decided to go through and to read them. And when I got to <clears throat> the chapter three, it was a, a page that she had, George Smythe written called The Power of Choice. And so I was glancing through it and reading it. And it went over when the temple was being built, the second temple in Ezar, that's what the book is about. That um, Ezar chapter three, verse 12, it said that it was weeping and shouts of joy. And when I read that the first time, not in her Bible, but just doing my Bible study, I understood it to say that the crowd, both old men and young, were weeping and shouts of joy because the temple had been rebuilt. So I thought of it all as positive and beautiful. But then Joyce made the point, she says, um, <clears throat> that the old men were weeping because they had remembered what Solomon's temple, the first temple, was like. 
And one group was looking back with regret and another group was looking forward to the good things to come. So I went back and I reread my Bible study notes and it was true. I had totally missed it. Verse 12 says, but many of the priests and the Levites and heads of fathers' households, the old men who had seen the first house temple, wept with a loud voice when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes, while many shouted out loud for joy, so that the people could not distinguish the sound of the shout of joy from the sound of the weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a loud shout and the sound was heard far away. Joyce goes on to say the power of choice. Through our circumstances, we can be happy or sad. We can choose positive thoughts despite our circumstances or sadness. She mentioned a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. that said, hate is too great a burden to bear. And then she went on to say, the ability to choose is what makes us free. One wrong choice can bring pain, tragedy, and untold misery. And likewise, one right choice can bring multitude of blessings and joy to countless numbers of people. When I asked God this morning to help me find my joy, he made it real clear. The choice to choose joy is mine and no one else. It's always right there. It's always available to me, but I have to choose it. I have to choose to smile and to engage and to look at the blessings in my life and not the regrets of my past. And sometimes it's so easy to fall victim to your regrets because I think we sometimes fear the future, fear of looking forward to something and possibly being disappointed. But we have to trust and rest. You know what I'm gonna say in God, because when we trust him, it all works out. I look back at my life and I look at where I am now and praise God. I truly mean it's not one thing that I would do differently because all those experiences, both good and bad, helped me to become the person I am today. So I wanna do an affirmation prayer for not just you today, but me and everyone, not just people looking for a job, but people going through this pandemic and people just looking back at things in their past with regret. Heavenly Father, God of Israel, we lift you up this morning and we thank you, Jesus.
And we thank you for an opportunity to choose you, to choose joy, to choose love, Father. Heavenly Father, so many people think that they know you, but they don't. Because everything about you shouts love. Heavenly Father, you came and despite people persecuting you, you told us to love. Despite people trying to stone you, you told us to love. Despite people um, that didn't know you and was, was calling you, a problem in the Jewish community, saying that you were changing the faith. All you were doing was trying to teach them about love. You got up on that cross to teach us about love. You said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Heavenly Father, when the soldiers came to get you to be crucified and Paul I think cut off the ear or Peter cut off the soldier's ear. You healed that soldier and you told us to stop and think. Everything about you is gentle, humble, patient, kind, merciful, graceful, we confuse that sometimes, Father, because we see all of the hate and the abruptness and the rudeness and the lack of respect for just humanity. And we say sometimes, how could you allow it? But it's a choice and we have freedom of choice. We can't choose to love. And even though there are things going on that we may not agree with, people may make choices we don't understand or that we don't condone, but you did not come here and tell us to judge. You told us to come here and love. You told us to encourage, to uplift, to hold dear and to care for one another. That's the symbol of the cross. But sometimes we get bogged down and we get confused. But I pray today that we can always see and separate the two. If it shouts, if it's rude, if it's loud, if it's harsh, if it's judgmental, if it's condemning, that's not you. If it causes others pain, that's not you. If it's sweet, kind, gentle, loving, forgiving, soft, if it listens, if it respects, if it accepts, that's you. 
saying this prayer for myself right now. Heavenly Father, thank you for reminding me I don't have to be numb. That there is so much in this life to be joyful for. Forgive me for not seeing that. Forgive me for not feeling that. Because I truly feel it now. I pray that a light shines and opens up across everyone that is hearing this prayer. I may not have used scriptures the way I wanted to today. I may not have explained it the way that I wanted to today. But truly, the only message in my heart is that we all have the ability to choose joy despite our circumstances. And when we make that choice, we choose God and we choose blessings. And truly, Father, it makes everything better. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, thank you, Father, for everything that you've done for us. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, I know I went a little off track with my prayer. It's so much on my heart this morning. But have a good day. Have a wonderful holiday season. And I pray nothing but blessings for you and your family. Hold on to him. Cling to him. Love him. And he will see us all through this pandemic. Amen. <laughs>